Hello and welcome to the Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast with me, clinical somatic educator and founder of Total Somatics, Heidi Hadley. The Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast has been designed to help you gain a deeper understanding to how your mind and body work. You will learn about your amazing mind and body and why over time you can feel pain, recurring injuries and poor posture. Within this podcast, I will teach you why this doesn't have to be your future or the norm for you. Would you like to learn how to reduce pain, move freely and gain a new lease of life? Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. Now, before we just get started on this episode, I'd like to share with you the upcoming Total Somatics Live Experience. So it's going to be on from the 4th to the 6th of November 2022. And if you'd like to join me for these three workshops and they're going to be free of charge so you can come in bring all of your family your friends it's a really good way to kind of recalibrate and reset and really just help us finish off this year and start the new year in a good uh, good headspace as well as feeling our body starting to learn how to relax and recenter. If you'd like to join, go to totalsomatics.com forward slash live experience. And if you go to there, then what you can do is leave your email address. And when the event begins, then what we can do is we can send you through the, the Zoom invitation, the live link, or if you can't watch live, you will be sent the replay link that you can watch for a few days. Okay, so let us start with today's episode. So today we're going to look at the importance of self-care. And I just want to quote a very um, well-known speaker called Zig Ziglar. Now, Zig Ziglar once said that people often say that motivation doesn't last. And he then says, well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. Now, I share that quote with you because we can resonate with that, because really self-care is one of the most fundamental needs that we should be developing and, and really adopting through our lifestyle, because what we often do is we just push it to the bottom of our to-do list, don't we? And so today I'd like to share with you some really great tips uh, to get your creative juices flowing, really, to see how you can start to bring self-care back to the top of your to-do list. So let me share with you, because I've written a few things down that I'd like to share with you. So the first tip that I'd like to encourage you to do is to check in with yourself on a regular basis. Now, in total somatics, I encourage people to develop scans throughout the day. So I'll ask them to notice how they're sitting and how they're standing. Notice the quality of their breathing. Also, how are they feeling emotionally and mentally? Do they feel overwhelmed? Do you feel that you're being taken for granted? Do you feel tired? You see, all of these things are really important to keep checking in on because we want to develop this somatic awareness. And when we start to notice how we're feeling, how we're faring throughout the day, that's when we can make changes. Because remember, the way that we're feeling at the moment, we need to change something because it's just not working so efficiently for us. So first of all, I'd like to ask you, do you have a regular total somatic mindful movement session? Because for a start, when we're considering our posture and how we're standing and how we're sitting and the breath rate that we have and our emotional and mental well-being, you can see how when we have a regular total somatic movement session, that that really helps to recalibrate, reset and also recenter 
everything within your nervous system. And so that's why I invite you, if you're going to be around or you want to watch the replay links, please come along to the Total Somatics Live Experience because you will start to experience many of these facets to really help towards your self-care. But let's consider again, if you're standing or you're sitting, what we can start to do is notice, especially if you are within the membership, within Total Somatics, we can start to bring in a lot of those recalibration techniques that we develop to start to create a more neutral softening of our muscles, rather than keeping us in this tight, tense body that we can develop through habits throughout the day. But let us consider your breathing as well. So notice if your breathing is feeling quite shallow and quite rapid, could you start to just notice how we can develop throughout the day? And it can be just done very discreetly if we're at work, how we can start to develop total somatic mindful breathing techniques. So could we start to create a technique that's gonna de develop a deeper, slower breath rate? And remember when we slow down our breath rate, when we make our breath deeper, and we're not just using the top of our neck and chest muscles here to breathe, but we use all of our belly, allow our ribs to swing out as we do our inhalation and then feel how everything settles down with that exhalation. That will start to also reset your nervous system. Again, come along to the Total Somatics Live experience. You'll see how that is in, happens in motion. Then let us now have a, a consideration of the feedback that you may be feeling emotionally or mentally. Because could we consider how you can change the state of your nervous system by maybe introducing boundaries so that you're not feeling so overwhelmed or not feeling so taken for granted or pulled at all these different ends and feel quite tired? You see, if we can create boundaries, that's a really important self-care technique for us all already. We're also increasing our own worth. We're realizing how important our well-being actually is rather than people pleasing and saying yes to everybody and being just pulled in all these different directions. And we're just living on nervous energy. We're just exhausted. We haven't got anything to give to ourselves because we're giving it to everybody else. You see, when you create the boundaries, when we move away from people pleasing and saying yes to everything, then what we start to do is we then start to create time for ourselves to develop this self-care technique and you start to feel in control of yourself. And there's another point that I've just made, mentioned or made a note of here that I'd like to share with you when we're thinking of boundaries and learning to say no without feeling guilty. And that is, could we avoid this habit that we may be developing of over explaining why we're not going to do something because simply just say no say it with a smile in a nice way but say no we don't need to go into great explanations of why we said no because the most important thing is we take time to look after ourselves remember when we take care of ourselves we've got more to give ourselves then we can help other people but we need to reset on a regular basis and if you're feeling these emotional and mental fatigue and overwhelm, that's a huge, huge alarm bell that we need to stop and notice what's happening so we can rest and recalibrate and reset our nervous system. Now, another point that I'd like to share with you that I've scribbled down is to start your day proactively. So could we eat well? 
Could we hydrate well? Could we have a total somatic movement practice or breathing practice? I'd also like to encourage you to listen to inspiring music or inspiring podcasts or audiobooks when you may be like driving to work, for instance, or if you're on a train, whatever way you're commuting. In, and when we do this, when we're listening to inspiring material, it's going to lift us up. It's going to frame our day in a really great way. And what this does is it helps us to avoid reading the news or reading newspapers or reading things online or hearing the news or watching something on the television when we're getting ready for work, because that's a really disempowering negative way to begin our day. I'd like to also consider, um, encourage you to consider, not only do we want to avoid reading the news first thing in the morning, but could we avoid reading our emails? Because in both settings, if it's the news or if it's an email, if we receive this thing first thing in the morning and it's quite negative or it's quite stressful or it's creating this stressful response within our mind and body, what it's going to do is throw out all the other stuff in our routine and all we're going to be doing is focusing on tackling with that email which might be a challenging email or we might be consumed in the clickbait negative catastrophizing headlines that we could be reading and so when we do this we are creating boundaries again can you see boundaries come into everything we are taking care of ourselves first and then we'll address everything else as we go about the day and then that leads me to another point that I'd like to share with you. And that is, could we end your day well? So at the end of the day, could you write down the projects and the jobs and the tasks and the, the things that you need to do the next day and then just forget about them? Because when you write them down, it stops you sitting there thinking about it and not being present and in the moment. If you've written them down, put them to one side and think, I'll deal with that tomorrow. Then you can enjoy that moment. And also, could we avoid caffeinated food and drink in the evening? Because we know that's going to kind of just stimulate and affect the quality of our sleep. And I'd love to create like an evening ritual. So maybe you could too. Could it be like a soak in the bath? Maybe it could have your diffuser with all your lovely essential oils. Maybe it's a lovely book. Maybe it's spending time with somebody that you really love or you, you really appreciate their friendship or their companionship. Whatever it is, could you just start to create that nurturing, that time that's really about that community and connection rather than just feeling like we're always being on devices or we need things to stimulate us all the time? Because it could be having a lovely conversation with someone, it could be reading a book, it could be playing a board game, something that's relaxing and enjoyable rather than just being passively entertained or just watching the television or scrolling through devices could we create a more relaxing nurturing ritual for your emotional mental physical and energetic health and again before we go to bed could we avoid watching the news because remember your brain is wonderful at imagery and one thing it will do in this instance is Whatever things that you see just before you go to bed, boom, that's stuck in your head. And if it's quite a distressing image, you could end up just looking or thinking about it throughout the night. So could we just quieten down our mind? Could we create more of a nurturing environment for our entire soma and move away from the negative 
news, which can really drain our energy in a huge way. And then there's another point I'd like to share with you. And I actually have, it's, uh, it's just down here on the floor, but I won't, won't pick it up now, but I've just got down here on the floor, one of my mugs that I have in my clinic here. And the mug actually says, whatever makes you happy, just do that. And that's actually what I'm going to share with you is this point here, because whatever you love to do, it will help you become more creative and more productive because when you switch off, it allows your subconscious to fire off in your brain and create like you filter things. There are different things that will happen, but you filter. And when you filter without being so focused on other things, that's when your creative juices arise. And so this is a really, really lovely time is just to find something that when you love it, it's not hard work. You thrive in that sort of setting. And so everybody's different. It, it, whatever you love to do, it can vary. So it could be walking. It could be that actually on your long commute to work, there's that quiet time where you actually find that your mind is filtering and you're just being there in the moment and just quietening your mind as it were. It could be that going for a run. I know many people that say that that really clears their mind when they go for a run and they often can filter and think and process things when they go for that run. It could be in the shower. It could be swimming. Swimming is my thing. I love to swim. And when I swim within about 10 minutes, my mind just goes quiet and then they filter, filtering lots of thoughts and ideas. So it's a really lovely creative time, but it's a restful time for my mind, as well as it being a lovely time to move my body. It could be painting or it could be gardening. You see, there's so many things that can really, really stimulate, but in a lovely, creative and productive way rather than being stimulated by all the digital devices and all the different things that can come into our mind and then what we're doing is spending more time looking after ourselves. and i just wanted to share this little um thing with you and that is that when i do go for a swim i often get out the pool afterwards get into the car and as i'm driving home i'll call my husband and i'll go i've got some brilliant ideas i've got some more ideas and he's like oh no like because again it's so lovely that in that setting you've got all the distractions out the way and, and personally for me when I'm in the pool all I can notice is when I'm thinking somatically I can feel the movement of my body there's the rhythm when my head comes in and out the water the quietness that's happening all of those things just allow for that recalibration but at the same time it's allowing for that productive creative um, part of my brain to be working and we all have that so it's great to tap into those areas so i'd encourage you to find what lights you up because when you do that's when the magic happens it's really really rewarding and then finally i've got one more thing i'd like to share with you and that is could you treat yourself like you would be treating a very good friend or a best friend so i'm going to ask you how do you talk to yourself are you highly critical of yourself for instance let me just ask you this if somebody compliments you, do you accept that compliment or do you go, no, nah, you don't be daft. No, that's not me. What do you do? Do you say thank you? Do you accept that compliment or is it too uncomfortable to accept? Because what I'd encourage you to do is notice that that's something to do with your own self. This is to do with your self-worth. 
And I'd encourage you to spend time. That's where the boundaries are really important. That's where taking time out for you, it's not indulgent at all. It's really, really important. And that ties into your worth. Because when you know you're worth that, you will spend time taking care of yourself. Because let me just explain this to you again, because somebody once shared this with me and it was so powerful and I always want to share it with you. And that is, imagine that a compliment that somebody is giving you is the same as a present. So they're going to give you this present, but you go, no, I don't want it. And you push it. I don't want it. No, 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 I don't want it. Can you imagine what that person feels when they're complimenting you, but you're pushing that present or that compliment back? You see, what we want to do is be taking that in and thinking, wow, that's really nice. And then letting that build on our self-worth. And it could be that nobody's ever complimented us before. Maybe we we were raised in an environment where it was very critical. There was a lot of um, you know, unpleasant things said, for instance. So it's something that we need to develop and nurture. And it can feel very uncomfortable initially. But could you start to accept and, and say, just say thank you, even if it's really uncomfortable internally, just say thank you even if you don't feel it at that point, the more that you say thank you and somebody compliments you, that's really important because that's what you would be doing to your best friend, wouldn't you? You'd be complimenting them and praising them. And we want to be able to do that to ourselves, And we do that in a nice, nurturing, loving way. And so let me just consider this again with you, is that imagine that you have a friend who works really long hours and they don't really take any time off. They never have any holidays what would your advice be to them if you look and you think they're doing so much for everybody else but they're not really doing anything for themselves again what would you say to your best friend what would you say to you you know when if you're living in that sort of cycle of busyness and and feeling guilty to take time off or feeling it's self-indulgent or whatever limiting beliefs we have how does that feel because I want you to think about you and what you're doing. And also I want you to start taking your own advice. You see, we're all really good at giving advice out, but it's taking it for ourselves and applying it, which is sometimes a bit harder to do, but the more we do it, and we're gonna have good days, we're gonna have wobbly days, but it's consistency, isn't it? The more that we do this, it starts to get easier when we create this new habit or this new ritual. And so that's why I'd like to share this opportunity with you, because it's just once a year this happens. And this free event is going to be from the 4th to the 6th of November 2022. And if you come in and join me for this live event, I'm going to be breaking down the concepts of mindset, mindfulness and movement and how all of that can come together to create a healthier internal world as we kind of move forward into the next year. And if you're listening to this after the 4th to the 6th of November 2022, you can still be very much involved because if you go to totalsomatics.com, click on the shop page and you'll say, see within the shop page, there are lots of workshops and audio classes and movement classes. All of that is at your fingertips. So you can start today to put Total Somatics within your self-care practice. You see within Total Somatics, I cover total somatic movement, total somatics mindfulness, and also total somatic mindset. All of those are very, very much intertwined. So you will find that within the total somatic shop, as well as what we will explore in this upcoming total somatics live experience 2022.
So I'm going to send all my love, best wishes to you. And I look forward to hearing from you all. If you want to let me know in the Total Somatics Facebook group, that would be wonderful. The one that's available to the public. Please let me know how you're going with your self-care and what new techniques and what new rituals and habits have you started to bring in? So I love to hear how you're getting on. So until next time, all my love and best wishes to you. Take care. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and also forward this on to somebody you know will benefit. To learn more about pain relief, plus how to improve your health and well-being, go to totalsomatics.com. Until next time, take care. <laughs>